when I listen, I hear what folks are really wanting to create in their lives and in their business and through their business. And as, as I listen, I can see how to uh, shape uh, my support, my coaching, my, my speaking, uh, you know, when I speak with groups, my consulting, um, I can I can see how to shape that specifically and custom tailor it to, to folks. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Dr. Stephen Kowalski of StephenKowalski.com. Dr. Stephen, Dr. Kowalski, great to have you on the show. Great to be here, Gresh. Yes. And uh, Dr. Stevens done so many awesome things. So I wanted to read a little bit more about him so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Dr. Steven is a leading voice in the global movement for conscious creativity. He has more than 25 years experience as an organizational development expert facilitating the creativity of scientists, engineers, business leaders, and professionals across the industry to blaze new trails, catalyze creative potential, and deliver real world innovation. His recently released book, Creative Together, Sparking Innovation in the New World of Work, helps readers rewrite the story of who they are as creators and learn to create more effectively with others. And as Stephen often says, to innovate, we have to get creative together. Dr. Stephen, excited again to have you on the show, my friend. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, let's get it started again. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, I started my uh, my company, Creative License Consulting Services, uh, really for the express purpose of activating people's creative potential. I believe that people have this incredible, exquisite, and inexhaustible creative potential and we actually are, are not thinking about our own potential in the ways that help us. Uh, we, we have definitions of creativity. We think about ourselves uh, and diminish our this incredible potential. So I started uh, Creative License Consulting Services and actually wrote Creative Together for the express purpose of, of helping people activate this potential and use it in business, in life. And anywhere that anywhere we need to change the status quo, do something different, reinvent, pioneer, those are great places for our creativity to show up. So that's why I started started my company. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And, and you know, even as you were speaking of that, I love that word unlock because I it's almost like it's there. It's just a matter of getting it out of us a, a lot of times. But it kind of is like I always hear this quote around the brain. We only use like, I don't know, 10 percent of our brain. It almost seems very similar to where there's so much more that we can do. And sometimes if we, you know, have those, I guess, limits uh, kind of re- removed or realize that they're not even there anyways, then there's so much that we can kind of accomplish. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, when people start to wake up to uh, what this creative potential can do in their life and work, um, it's amazing to see some of the transformations that take place and the people develop this greater trust to go into the unknown and venture into the unknown. And entrepreneuring and business is so often is about venturing into the unknown and, and uncharted territory. And so uh, that's when our creativity is 
our most valuable resource. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've always seen creativity. I don't know if you feel like you've seen the same thing where sometimes when you think of creativity, you can automatically say, oh, it's like kind of arts and crafts and things like that. But I've always seen it as problem solving. And I love how you said venturing into the unknown, because I think when you start to realize that, and even when I read your bio, you start to see that that's not a just an artist thing. That's a every person thing. And I almost feel like if you have that approach, then it could make a huge benefit within organizations, within people, but as a world, the world as a whole. Absolutely. Absolutely. So many places every day we use our creativity. We because we've got these narrow definitions and we think of it either as in the arts or certain business domains like marketing or advertising or or even science, you know, pushing into the unknown. We we narrow ourselves and we limit our access. It's like going into a, a dimly lit room. Uh, you know, let's turn on the lights. Let's uh, let's turn on the lights and get uh, really comfortable and and uh, and more familiar with this incredible potential we have. Yeah, I absolutely love that. You know, you just you know, there's so many possibilities when you start to kind of operate in that and the lights are on and you're being able to kind of look at things, you know, so much differently. So I, I know that's, you know, part of like what you do to kind of help support and work with your clients. And I imagine, too, that's also in your book. Could you take us through a little bit more on how you work with clients, what's in your book and how you serve them? Sure. Uh, Creative Together follows uh, what I call the gifted methodology. It used to be that people thought that creativity was a kind of giftedness. And, you know, that's a that's a really elitist view of this and this potential we all have. So I turn gifted on its head and I say we're all gifted. And the gifted methodology says greet the unknown with passion instead of dread, like many of us do. Ignite creative potential, that's the I. The F is for flexing our superpowers. We have incredible superpowers that amplify and strengthen our creativity. T is for thriving in co-creation. And in today's world, it's more about co-creation than it is about creating alone. Um, And it's a myth that we actually can create alone. So the T, thrive in co-creation. E is for experiment in the swamp. We are gonna go into the swamp. We're gonna go into... uh, territory where it feels like we're lost or or we're in quicksand, um, the the way to get out of that is to experiment and and iterate and prototype and so forth, try new things. So E, experiment in the swamp. And the D is for dare to dream big. Because what I I invite people to do is when you recognize you have this incredible potential, dare to dream big and use it in ways that change the world. Nice. I absolutely love that. I I love acronyms and, you know, just being able to kind of first and foremost, I I love how you said that it's something that's attainable to everybody. It's not this elitist thing. It's not this, oh, this person is gifted. This person is not. And I almost believe when you go through that um, that process, you start to understand each of those aspects that you broke down so well, you start to, to realize that and realize that to some degree, it's kind of maybe unique in all of us in in the ability to kind of look at things differently, have those different experiences, all that that builds up into you know what we do. But I love that um, that that co creation space that that you talked about as well too, because I think once you are able to kind of harness and understand that, and then you're able to kind of combine that with the the giftedness of everybody, then you know there's no stopping organizations or people from there. Absolutely. The first part of Creative Together is about rewriting the story of who we are as creative creators and kind of understanding this new way of thinking about creativity. And the second part is about co-creating and learning how to create more effectively on teams and uh, when when we're when we're doing that together. So, uh, yeah, very much in line with the gifted methodology. 
I absolutely love that. So let me ask you this. Um, I was going to ask you for your secret sauce, which could be for yourself, the organization, or a combination of both, but it's essentially what might be your superpower, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique. But I almost wonder if it's your ability to be able to um, not just know, but also explain each of the aspects of creativity and giftedness. And I feel like it, it becomes more attainable because I feel like you have this ability to be able to kind of articulate that and explain that and probably help, you know, um, people to understand that and, and see that in their lives. I, I would say that that's one of them. Another one really is listening. Uh, I love to listen to people. And when I listen, I hear what folks are really wanting to create in their lives and in their business and through their business. And as, as I listen, I can see how to uh, shape uh, my support, my coaching, my, my speaking, uh, you know, when I speak with groups, my consulting, um, I can I can see how to shape that specifically and custom tailor it to, to folks. So I would say listening is probably one of my uh, one of my uh, greatest strengths and something I rely on. Maybe my secret sauce, as you call it, and uh, and then helping to helping people uh, sort of reclaim, as you said, unlock uh, their own power and potential. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I absolutely love that. So um, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be an app, a book, or something from your book, or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? The first thing that comes to my mind actually comes from one of my favorite uh, colleagues and someone that I've uh, followed through the years, David Allen. David Allen has a book called Getting Things Done, and uh, you know some of his methodology has been incredibly powerful in my life. Uh, three things stand out uh, the most. Uh, first, in the morning, I do a, a dump uh, of all the things in my head, and that helps me clear my head. I also protect time in my day to do that and then to review uh, and see where I am. So those are two pieces of his methodology. Focus on next actions is another piece. Uh, sometimes like when I got my doctorate degree, I couldn't even I couldn't even grasp it, you know, get your doctorate degree, but take the graduate record exam, the GRE. That was the next step. That so every time we can we can focus on, well, what's the very next step we can actually help ourselves move forward? And this is something I learned from David. Uh, one other thing I'll mention, only look at something once. Try or aspire to only look at something once. And you know, if it's a scrap of paper or an email or a Slack chat. Or something like that. How can I only look at it once instead of putting it somewhere and like, oh, I'll get to that later, or I'll get to that, you know, and then these things pile up. So I love David's methodology. It's really helped me out a lot. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So what would you consider to be then uh, a CEO nugget? So this is a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, maybe when you're speaking, or potentially if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I think I think CEO is is actually more of a mindset than it is a position or a role. And so I take that mindset with me, you know, when I'm when I'm working in in the in the big social system, uh, I'm not the CEO, but I can still have a CEO mindset. Uh when I'm working in, in you know with clients, at, you know, in in creative license consulting services, uh yeah, I am the CEO, but it's like like I said, I think of it more as a mindset and then I like, okay, well, what, what do I do with, with, with that mindset? Uh, you know, I'm looking out for the long-term sustainability, um, and for, and, and for val long-term value creation, I'm looking out for partnerships. 
Uh, I'm sharing leadership in ways that empower others. Um, I'm kind of shaping my vision in a way that other people can catch it and start to become part of it and, and stand together. So I, I think, you know, one, one interesting thing for, for CEOs that I see often is they'll have a very strong vision and it'll be theirs. And what I think is most important, you know, uh, I titled the book Creative Together, Sparking Innovation in the New World of Work. In this new world of work, I think shared vision is much more important than my vision. And so uh, how can I help others catch what I can see, uh, you know, and why I started this company, what I want to do? How can I help others catch it and start to own it with me? I, I love that. And and I almost wonder if that kind of dials into, you know, how you would define, you know, being a CEO is that value, you know, creation rather than the, the value hoarding, because I, I feel like when you operate from that value creation, to me, it's abundant mindset. It's abundant mentality. Value hoarding said that there's a lack. There's only so many ideas. There's only so many ways we could approach this. There's only so many answers. But sounds like when you're at value creation, again, you get back to that word I use a couple of times, limitless. Yeah, it's much more expansive. It's like the difference between a proving orientation to work in life and a learning orientation. It's the same kind of dynamic. If I'm in a proving orientation, I'm always focused on how am I going to show value? Uh, you know, how am I going to help make them believe it? You know, if I'm in a learning orientation, uh, we're we're together, we're experiencing and expanding, we're 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 growing together, and uh, mistakes and and even failures are are part of the learning process in a learning orientation. In a proving orientation, we kind of want to avoid them and at all costs and sweep them under the rug if they happen. So in a similar way, you know, this CEO mindset of expansion and value co-creation really helps open up spaces. Uh, and and we're, we're all trying to solve uh, some difficult problems in our world these days. So, you know, let's work together. There's lots of uh, lots of uh, points of failure that can arise if we're um, acting in old habits or we're not leveraging the power of networks or working together or standing together. So uh, it's it's an exciting part of the 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 second adventure of Create Together and part part uh, one of my favorite parts of of my work. Yeah, I can definitely see why. And, you know, again, because you just start to see, like, I, I was thinking of the word awareness, but I love that word conscious when you have that consciousness around what's happening and why it's happening a lot of times. So, again, you know, builds into your superpower and, and your secret sauce. But I, I think that one of the questions that really, you know, stuck with me that you said is that a lot of times just asking, you know, is this serving me? Is this serving where you're trying to go? And I think if we are honest about that answer, honest about, you know, asking that question, then a lot of times we see that those old habits, those old ways, while the world is changing, it's evolving, it's, you know, completely new, isn't necessarily serving us to get to where we are now and let alone the future that we'll see. Awesome. 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 Well, Dr. Steven, truly appreciate that perspective and definition. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people could get a hold of you, get a copy of your book, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah, I'd, lo I'd love to encourage people, invite people to pick up a copy of Creative Together. Makes a great gift. Uh, uh, holidays coming up, uh, makes a great gift. Um, help spread the love, spread that uh, that that access to creative potential. Uh, just, uh, you know, reiteration, uh, creativity is uh, this incredible potential that we have. 
And it's a myth that we can create alone. So I'm, I'm inviting everyone to get creative together. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to make it even easier, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes. Just like Dr. Steven said, I, I think there's so many phenomenal things that could come from being able to kind of unlock that creativity. So truly appreciate you obviously taking time today. And of course, the work that you do and the impact that you're having on people, the world organizations and everything from there. So thank you so much again. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thanks, Crash. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.